Alright, you put the fish crackers down? I put the... I, hey, hey. <laughs> Alright. They're tasty. Alright. Alright. So, uh... Spartacus. Spartacus! Spartacus! So is this is this the actual movie where they say, I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! Indeed. It is? Oh, yes, I'm excited. This is the one. This, so, is the, this is the 1960 Stanley Kubrick epic. Now, Stanley Kubrick did 2001 in The Sixth Sense, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, ex- I'm sorry, except no. for The Sixth Sense. The, I, yeah. I don't know why, but I always get The Shining and The Sixth Sense mixed up. I don't know what it is. I uh, really don't. Because they can be scary. I guess. And also nothing else. Well, I guess they, they both also have the S thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do indeed share an S as the first letter of the second word of the title. The first being the. Correct. So they, have rel- they have somewhat similar titles. Indeed. But we're not talking about The Sixth Sense or The Shining or 2001 A Space Odyssey. We're talking about the 1960 Stanley Kubrick epic Spartacus. Spartacus. Yes. What Starring number? Kirk Douglas. Ooh. And Laurence Olivier. Laurence Olivier. Peter Ustinov. Peter Ustinov. And a cast of 10,500 people. What? There is no CGI in this film. Well, I gathered. I mean, it's a night. It's a there are the epic 60s. battles. There are epic battles. Really? In this in this film. Yes. So no, like one on one duels or anything like that. Oh, there's that too. There is. There's a few okay. of those as well. Yes. All right. So this film is number eighty one on the AFI Top One Hundred Movies of All Time Tenth Anniversary List. Nice. It is also number twenty. Number twenty of our podcast here, the One Hundred of Some Movie Thing podcast. This podcast is now older than I am. It is. It was older than you were last episode. I'm well aware of that. My God, man. It will continue to be older than you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Indeed it will. If we if we keep creating... If we if we keep consistently putting it out, yes, it will be older than I am <laughs> for a very long time, hopefully. Yes, well, we're doing that. We're, we're, <laughs> we're doing that quite well, I would have to say. Yes. So, um, yes, number 20, the end of our second decade. Woo! Wow! Two decades. Two decades worth of these unprecedented. Podcasts. Uh, two uh, two decades of podcasting. Yes. I, I have to say that that's got to be a record of some in, sort. In my first twenty years of podcasting, I learned quite a few things. It's your first two decades. First two decades of episodes. Twenty years of podcasting. Twenty episodes of podcasting. Oh wait, what? Twenty episodes? Oh, really? Yeah. I, oh, this isn't Christmas. Damn it! This isn't a birthday. Damn it! I know. Sorry, but I wanted, Sorry, I wanted it Sorry. to be twenty years. I know. That I was being. I could have been like, well, you see, Father, back, I've been at... Back in the day, we had nothing but a silly little computer and a tiny micro... Uh, wait, we still have that. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. So there you have it. All righty, then. So, what are we going to... Uh, what are we going to be looking for today? Um, I guess... Epicness. Epicness. I guess, um, since it's going to be an epic film, uh, Ben-Hur came out around this around this time, too, ben didn't Ben-Hur, in fact, uh, came out in uh, 1959, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. 1959. Yeah, 1959. Okay. Uh, this movie actually, um, according to some notes that I read about it, was Kirk Douglas's uh, "fuck you to the studios" because he was originally approached to play Ben Hur. Really? Campaigned to play Ben Hur. Really? To play Ben Hur was denied playing Ben Hur. So he said, "Screw you guys! I'm like, gonna go make my own I'm movie. I'm gonna make my own movie with hookers and blackjack." Yes, exactly. Uh, maybe without the blackjack. Or the... Or, 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 
Well, um, all right, all right, with the hookers. So uh, yeah, so he the it was his production company. Oh, uh, along with uh, it was it called Fuck You Studios? It was not called. No, it was not. Um, but uh, he had uh, worked with Stanley Kubrick a few years um, before on a movie called Wings of Glory. Rings of Glory. Wings. Wings. Wings of Glory. I believe so. What What was it about? Uh, it was a movie about World War One. Ooh. Where uh, Kirk Douglas played a Frenchman. Okay. Don't try to puzzle I, it out. I, I'm, I'm... Okay. So one of the things that you have to it's one of the one of the things that you have to note about films of this period, and you may have noticed already when we watched Spartacus that there are varying. Um... You mean Ben Hur? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we'll watch Ben. We ben haven't Hur, seen this um, movie yet. <laughs> um, that that there are uh, accents mm-hmm. uh, that they really make no. Uh, there's no effort to say, you know, oh, you know, maybe a British guy should play these British people, mm-hmm. or or this, you know, if perhaps we should send the guy playing the Arabic man to, I don't know, a few accent classes. Well, yeah, or maybe so, less blackface. So you didn't have to have, you know, an Arab would be played by a British, guy. and that ha- that still happens today. I mean, hell, Ben Kingsley played Mandarin in Iron Man three. <laughs> he played um he played the the vizier or whatever in uh the movie about the sands of Prince of Persia. Oh. He was like the king. every single person in that film there was like one guy who actually was of Arab descent in that film who was a major character. Pretty much everybody else was white dudes with their hair dyed black or their head shaved or their head shaved. So it still I, I happens have to, I and have it's still note, I have to note that my father sometimes watches terrible films. I love terrible films. And are I do not me? and I do not watch them. I love with him. I love terrible films. I know terrible you do. films are the best way to discover what there is to like about film. And it's also Are you kidding me? Well no, I I watched I watched terrible films for analysis, so I know what not to do. Right. Cuz it's like that's a terrible idea. I'm not going to do that that's, when I make movies. Really, precisely the reason to watch them. Oh, to, really? To learn okay. What not to do. So we're actually doing it for the exact same reason, then. Pretty much, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, huh. go figure. Spartacus. Yeah. Not a terrible film. So I've heard. Right. Right. So um, when we get down to analyzing it, you will see. You will see why it's you, not a terrible film. So there's another. There's a television so, series on, from the company Stars, from, I believe. Sh- yeah. From yeah, the Stars. Yeah, they they have a show. Uh, is it Stars? I think yes, called Spartacus. Called you don't Spartacus. have to hint around. You've seen it, I know. No, I know. I'm, I'm asking, do you think maybe <laughs> we should compare the two, or do you think it would, the comparison would be a little bit too ridiculous? Um, maybe towards the end we can talk about it a little bit, and okay. we can talk about the difference between um, between what we find shocking or edgy now uh-huh. and what, what was shocky or edgy in 1960. True. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because this movie has some very, very... Uh, risque scenes. Um, there is a restored scene in this film. Uh-huh. Uh, when we get to it, you will go, "Oh my god, that wow, that was a topic of controversy in 1960." And quizzically, or will this be like a? Uh, you, I will point the scene out to you. We will watch it, and then at the end of it, you will you will pass judgment upon it whether you think um, it warranted the hullabaloo that was okay. caused. Uh, there are a number of other. Uh, basically seconds in the film, mere seconds in the film that were cut because of content. So really, okay, and they have all been restored. Oh, good. For this. So this is an original this, cut. Uh, the movie this was restored in 1991 uh-huh. using a black and white print of the film. 
because it was the only thing that they had. The color negatives had faded so had faded so much. Oh wow! They had no. They couldn't use them for color matching and set. You know, so basically they used a process where they they basically figured out what the colors should have been based on uh-huh. what was on the negative and then what was printed into the oh, black and white. Oh, like, uh, kind of like uh, what they did in the pilot of House, where they filled it in black and white yeah, and no, they no, shaded not it? At all. No, not at all. No. Oh. They, they restored the color based on the values. Because oh, black and white right, is yeah. very can be very accurate as to the, the color value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that, was, that was for the original. If you know what the thing's supposed to look like and you have a negative and they, they basically used it to adjust the film. Okay. Anyway, so they restored it over the or the course of several years. Cost them a million dollars. Several hundred people worked on it. That's uh, pretty they impressive. They re- redid the soundtrack. They actually had to... The dialogue was lost in the... Uh, it's called the Oysters and Snails scene. The okay. dialogue was lost. And because the, 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 the dialogue track okay. was lost because the film... It was cut uh-huh. and then... Psh- they just, just said, pitched it. We're, yeah, we're done. Because yeah, they didn't um, have an archive or anything like that. Well, they did, but but it, when the scene is cut, the scene's cut. And yeah. They didn't have DVD, Blu-ray releases and special editions and whatever director's cuts. Yeah, a movie came yeah. out and then it never was, and then it was when it was went, went into the ar- archives. Yes. Yeah. So there was an archival copy, but it was deteriorated. There were pieces missing. There were no original prints of the film left. So oh, they wow. collected all these different pieces. I would like to know. And what they the restored the full 197 minute running time. Wait, 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 hold up. 197 minutes? 197 minutes. That's three, over, that's almost three, that's three hours. Three hours and 17 minutes. Now, granted, 15 minutes of the begin, at the beginning will be overture. You're, you're much dragging like, me into much, another Ben-Hur. Much like Ben-Hur. Is, you're going to drag me into another, another Ben-Hur. And another uh, 10 or so, 10 or 12 minutes in the center will be intermission music. So twenty, you know, basically twenty-five minutes of the movie running time is music. That's still that's two hours really and forty-five minutes. Yep, that's a big ass movie. Yes. All right. I guarantee you, at the end of this film, you will know why I bitched about the length of Titanic, and I guarantee you, you will know why I bitched about the length of Ben Hur. You will, you, I will, I guarantee this. You think so? Yes. Okay. So before. Before it gets too much later, we ought to go ahead and watch this. All right. Because it's a, it's a long one. All right. Let's all right. do this. Okay, cool. Okay, we're going to start uh, now. Bum, 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 That's how that's how epic movies end. I guess so. <laughs> this one didn't really end. It more like violins and stuff because it, it had the it had the romantic ending at the end of it. Yes, it did. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, nothing nothing more romantic than having your man nailed to a fucking cross. <laughs> uh. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do. There's so much to talk about with this film. <laughs> Quick plot synopsis. I don't want to go scene by scene. I just want to say, okay, Spartacus in the salt mines. Yeah, bought because he was uh, he had he had uh, uh, bit the ankle of one of the guards. Yeah, that that was it. He bit the ankle, so he was tied to a rock that left as a as a warning to the other slaves that he was going to die. No food, no water, whatever. Uh-huh. He's purchased. He's taken to the Ludus in Capua. Capua. Batiatus. 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 The uh, the owner of the uh, of the Lutus, 
He is trained to be a gladiator with several other gladiatory people. I like those spin. I like the spinning, uh, the the jumpy, the jumpy ducky spinning. We will, we will thing. get to that the cool. we'll get to the weird calisthenics yeah. uh, thing really quickly. But he uh, is forced to fight uh-huh. for uh, Crassus. Um, he is uh, spared at the last moment. Yes, because the guy he is, he's fighting against uh, decides to rebel. Mm-hmm. They take away the girl that he loves, and they're sending her off to Crassus's house in Rome. He starts the rebellion. That's how it starts. And they crash. They crash. We will get to the comparisons I, at some other time. You know, at, no, no, at, no, I'm not comparing it to anything. I just but think that's ridiculous. He, he he starts the thing. They topple the gates. They take over the Ludus. Uh-huh. They escape out into the hills. They raise an army. They ravage the uh, six cohorts of the of the uh, the Roman uh, home guard, basically. The, the, yeah, the, 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 the city guard. The city. Yeah, they send the garrison. City the Roman garrison. They're taking the Roman. They send the cops. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. They were still. They were still legionnaires. They were still the legion. Okay. The, yeah, they were still Roman soldiers. They were all not right, cops. No, right, no, no, all right. No, no, no. It wasn't like they were lesser. You know, paramilitary forces or whatever—they're full-on soldiers. They were okay. the Roman. They were like elite troops, whatever. Six cohorts is like, you know, what six thousand, close to six thousand men. Uh, Killed them so. all. Killed them all. Took the wow. took like fourteen prisoners. <laughs> sent the leader back to Rome. He was exiled. Uh-huh. Uh So there's. He says, if you don't, if you don't bother us, we're just going to go to the sea and we're going to take our boats and go elsewhere. Yeah, we'll leave. And uh, so they're like, whatever, fine. So they decide to chase him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 pay off the pirates that are going to take Spartacus and his men off. <laughs> There's a battle for the fucking ages. Mm-hmm. Boom uh, on the uh, the hillsides. With that the, was so cool with the fire. That was and so the, cool. Thousands of extras. Um, they march up and then they like they light up these like hay bales. We'll get we'll, then, get, we'll get to that. Okay, and then, I yeah. just do that. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yes. So they do that. They lose the battle. The, Spart- yes. the Spartacus and his men they lose. lose the battle. Yeah. They are captured. Six thousand of them are captured, and they crucify them f- along the Appian Way mm-hmm. from wherever the battle was all the way to the gates of Rome. Yeah. And they leave. With- they leave Spartacus. And uh, Antoninus, Antoninus, Barty boy, for the last, for the for the the last two, uh-huh. they make they make the two of them fight. Uh-huh. He kills Antoninus. They crucify, Spartacus. They crucify Spartacus, and the movie ends. Pretty much, there you go. Yeah. All right, now <sighs> pacing. Yes, pacing, pacing. We sat and we watched this movie. We watched the first two thirds of it. Um, I will. I will say we did watch in two sessions. Yeah. But uh, we we ra- we really we ran out of awake. Yeah. Uh, well, it I, was pretty late when we got done with the first two thirds of the film. And I'd been up since but, four in the morning. So. But <laughs> but it was one of those. It's like ah, there's only forty five minutes left. We could str- we could we could go through, and the battle's going to start. We decided finally, yes, the battle's going to start. So we should go ahead and just wait, wait. It was. We did. It was worth it. Good place to start. And by the way, if you don't want to, if you don't want to go through, actually, if you don't want to go through the whole movie, you can watch. You can watch basically the last forty-five minutes of this film, and except for some of who the characters are, you're pretty much. You could pretty much do pretty well with just watching that reel and 
just saying, yeah, all right, that's the story. You know, because you got the battle. Yeah. You got the end of the thing. They re-explain what's going on. Yeah. The freedom. And, freedom! And then, boosh, done. Yeah. Crucifixion. Crucifixion. Which did not look a doddle. First offense. Yep. It was, really, pretty much. He yeah. got crucified for his first offense. Yep. Um, so, okay, so <laughs> I, right. I want to just list off a couple of the really awesome things that I saw in this film. Yes. First being, um, Spartacus uh, was saved at, in the nick of time, and he was uh, being trained at a Ludus that had, like, a spinny helicopter thing. Oh, that's, yes, with, yes. It, it, was, had, it first started with just a pair of sticks, and then it was blades. It was Well, the contraption is this, it's a... A blade in the air, about about neck height. Yep. And a blade on the ground, uh, about just about just over height. ankle height. Yeah. So if it catches your, it, it'll it'll cut you good. Yeah. So and it spins around in a circle. Yeah. And the blades are far enough apart so that you have to jump up in the air and then duck. Yeah. As the blade swings your feet, you jump in the air and then you land and you duck because the other blade's coming for your neck. Yeah, basically they're basically a jumping jack machine. Yeah, really. It's yeah, it's just jumping up and, and like blade jump rope blades. Yeah, was, it, but it was like the weirdest thing. It, it was, was just like they had like the they looked like sticks, and it was like okay, this seems How like a that? pretty. And then they took them off, and it's like oh shit, oh, those yeah, are right. knives. It started off with just wood, and it knocked a couple of guys off of there, and they were like, Spartacus would continue to do this, and it'll be fun. <laughs> they pulled this, and it had the really shiny silver. Which, like silver yeah. cardboard blades, you know. It's yeah. Like we spray painted this. We painted it silver, so it's gonna look great on sh- on film. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Um, so, uh, some of the characters in the uh, in the in the Ludus um, are uh, Crixus, Crixus, who uh, was a Gaul, I suppose, and then there was um, Drapa, Draga, uh, Draga, Draga, played by Woody Strode. Mm-hmm. Woody Strode is. He he looks on film like he's like eight and a half feet tall. Oh, and, the large trident gentleman. Yeah, the tri- Yeah, the 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 black guy. He yeah. is. That was it, <laughs> that was a weird kind of relationship that he and Spartacus had because he showed up at at the end at the beginning of the film at the beginning of his time at the Ludus. Right. Um, Spartacus asked him his name. He's like, I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know your name because we might get paired against each other, and then I'd have to kill you. Right. I was like. But they foreshadowing. But they came. They became friends. Did they? I guess because mm. they just kind of they 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 looked like they were going to be disappointed, um, uh, killing each other. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, although Crixus and Spartacus were yeah, they were the best friends. Buddies. They were they were really good friends they were for buddies. precisely a scene. Yeah. That was kind of you know Crixus is mentioned in. A scene when they're handing out the uh, when they're handing out the women to the gladiators, the slave ladies, yeah, the slave ladies, and um, and then later he's paired against Spartacus, and they're like, or they, he's not paired against Spartacus, he's paired in this dual battle thing that they're going to do, and they're like, what if we have to fight each other? That's going to be terrible. That's going to, I, I will fight. We will fight. You must fight. You must Wait. because we have to fight. Because we have to fight. Because otherwise they'll just kill us anyway. So yeah. you know, sorry, Whatever, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But that's like the only scene that really established anything about their relationship. And that, of all the things, I would have to say that irks me about 1960s movies, and it still irks me today about movies. But um, because they, there's so much. There's no, 
there's like a shorthand that is assumed. Yeah. It's like the it's uh it's like the here we go again bringing a baby. God damn um, it. No. We decided No. I decided I'm in love with you. Titanic. I decided I'm in love with you. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, right. Show me your drawings. Yeah. But but that's the it's like well, we know that that actor is the lead mm-hmm. and that actress is the lead. So they're going to fall in love. Right. For no other reason other than... They're the leads. They're the leads, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. They have to. That's the thing. That's the shorthand. It's like, well, yeah, but there has to be some sort of... There has to be some sort of chemistry there, I suppose. Yeah. You have to show the thing. So he's introduced, and I know I was talking about Crixus at this point, but I'm... Crixus. I'm, I'm talking about um, the, the lead who is... Oh, I should have looked this up. Oh, vamp. Stalling, stalling. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's an awesome, that's an awesome. Gene Simmons. What? Wait, what? Gene what, what, what? Simmons. Her name was Gene Simmons. Oh, okay. And she I was played Verinia. Um, she's introduced to Spartacus by Peter Ustinov. By being a set. Uh, she, was a, she, she was sent to him as a gift. Yes. Yeah. They, she was going to be sent to somebody else, and they said, no. No. Spartacus. 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 To Spartacus. And that'll be fine. Um, they send her in. She takes off her. She takes off her her shift, and uh, he's like, "I am not an animal. What am I supposed to do with this?" By the, and by the way, if you want an excellent film of Kirk, Dalla, Kirk Douglas just going <laughs> for three and a half hours, this is the film. This yeah. is the movie. Um, so this is kind of getting off off track here. Okay, so all in this gladiator in the Ludus. Yes. Um, we are introduced to these various characters. The the they are they're uh, they fight, they train. Yep. They laugh. They laugh. They love. Um, they Ew. they're training in a small yard that's surrounded by by uh, metal spikes, and <laughs> they can look into the kitchen area where where Verinia works with yes. the rest of the ladies, mm-hmm. and they're making soups and cutting things and stuff like that. So oh, also it was very he's constantly important. he's constantly looking at her. So you do establish that he actually he's at very least infatuated with her. Yeah. Oh, if not, and 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 the infatuation equals love in, in yeah, movies, yeah. so that's fine. But there, he's constantly looking at her. Um, in one scene, the the master of the loot, or the the the, the uh, master at arms, the the training guy, the doctori, I guess. Um, yes, the doctor is talking to them about sure kills. Like you stab a guy here, and he takes a red paint him. There's a red paint thing paint by and numbers, he, and, he, and he slaps it on Kirk Douglas's throat, and then he puts he it on his puts chest. it on his in the middle of his chest. You stab a guy there, he's dead. And then he gets the uh, what was it? Orange, yellow, yellow. Yep. Oh, and this is a this is a slow kill. Yeah. So you you slap him in the under the arm and across the belly, and you know, or then then he gets blue. He gets blue it's for like, this is going to disable him, but it's not going to kill him. So psh, there's an arm. There's an, he's still, arm. He could still kill you before he dies. Yeah. Um. So he's he's standing there, and and while he's being painted, he's, he's just, just looking, like looking over, looking off to the side at the, at the girl. <laughs> And uh, he's got those piercing eyes, the the blue. Yeah, he's like, got his, eh. he's, and, uh, he's got he's a definitely of... there's definitely that leading man quality about him. Yeah, you know, I, I still can't just get over like the like the dime sized dimple that he has in his chin. 
It's like, <laughs> look at somebody used dimple. to tell it. Somebody used to tell a Kirk Douglas joke about him getting into an accident in the street, and he gets out and he puts a dimple in the guy's car. You know, it's like, <laughs> boosh. So that was I don't remember who that was. That yeah. did that, but it was a a fairly bad Kirk Douglas impersonation that I, I just I, did. I bet, but yeah. still, rally. <laughs> Angry, angry! You're gonna, you get it. You're angry. Yeah, exactly. The um, very little subtlety. No. Yeah, yeah. So um, the Not the so he's in love with Verinia. Laurence Olivier shows up playing so, Crassus, consul of Rome. Yes. Or or a senator from Rome. He's mm-hmm. not the consul yet. Um, he brings along with him a uh, uh, Glaber the the. Uh, He's a general in yeah. the army, um, and the uh, the sisters, or the mother and daughter, anyway, they they want to they want to watch some gladiators fight. So they in that kind of like they contract kind of with like Peter Ustinov to uh, to Matthias. It was like the the way that they chose the gladiators to the two women. It was like they were picking out porn stars or something. Yeah, it was just kind like of, they're like that guy because he looks. Hot. Yeah, but it was yeah. just like that. It felt uncomfortable. I don't want that short guy. I want the big, long guy. I want who's the big... tall and long. That guy, him. I don't think fellow. you want to fight. I don't want you want the and, Negro to fight. Wow. Peter Ustinov. Peter Ustinov is doing his best to not sell them the best guys in the in the yeah. list. He's trying to point out. Uh, that yeah. guy's not so great there, so we're gonna you know yeah, go he's ahead. Pointing and, out know, to, he's, so it was, but it's funny because he dithers with everything. And 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 tries to get them to change their mind, or he points them at somebody, and they're like, "No, I think I want the tan guy over there. Gonna have him. He's gonna be good." Can so, I get? Yeah. So they pick. Um, they pick uh, Spartacus because he looks. What was it? She said something like, "Look at him. He's like, he's." I, it's yeah. It's been a few hours since we saw. The it, it was. Beginning it was just of this ridiculous. Movie. It was um, like. The reasons for it was like, uh, I want the cow. He's a coward. I like. Oh, cowards. that's right. I like coward. Yeah, yeah. He's a coward. Huh? How's <laughs> he a cow? What? Okay. Again, underselling. He's, uh, underselling. he's underselling. That's true. Yeah, he is he underselling. Was, I, I gotta say, for the way he fought in the arena in that shot in that scene, not really underselling him that much. Not a, <laughs> not a great guy. Not yeah. a great. Uh, not, not a great fighter. fighter. Um. Well, he's he's Baticus. Well, that's the thing is he spent a good. He's Baticus. No, Baticus is. We've already established by now that Baticus or Bart Bartifus or Batiatus. Batiatus, thank Batiatus, you. Yes. Is a bit of a scumbag. So he is, but he's an opportunistic scumbag as well. Well, yeah. Twenty-five thousand sesterci. 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 There yes. we go. Oh, look at that! Oh, look! You finally got to congratulate. Stop got, tapping me on the head. You, you got jackass. to. You finally got to. <laughs> To correct me on a word. Awesome. Uh, so, um, so yeah, he sells he sells the rights to these these two guys' lives for yep. twenty five thousand sesterci, which is name your price. As near as we can tell, because um, we didn't look up how much it actually was worth, but basically they're using sesterces like dollars. Okay. So basically, every time they say sesterces, they just substitute dollars, and you get you get a you get sort of an idea for how big the eyes get. The big. Like oh my, it's twenty-five thousand dollars. Oh, excellent! You know? Yeah. Um, or how later? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a half a million sesterces to help me. Yes. Do nothing apparently. To do yeah to go and get this and now I'll double it and I'll make it a million and now I'll double it again and make it two. Because I have to leave. Yes, because I'm going to go and kill myself. 
Yeah, that was that was that was actually so, kind of a. Um, we are we. There is, I. Not stalling. <laughs> okay, so I think I think the next part. So I, I, they fight. Woody, they fight. Woody Strode and Spartak and uh, Kirk Douglas fight. Yep. In the arena, um, and Woody gets the best of Kirk. Has a, yeah, he kicks his, his ass. Rights. He's he's uh, got him up against the wall. He's about to kill him with the trident. The uh, the the woman at the top of the uh, at the in the viewing box gives him the thumbs down. Kick his ass. Yeah. So you know, I guess that's that's supposed to mean he's going to die now. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, instead of doing that, he throws his trident up into the box, he and says then no. he says no, and throws the trident at the at the Romans, and then he runs, jumps up onto the uh, the the podium area there, yeah. the the, th- the box, and starts to climb over. A guard stabs him, throws a spear at him, and stabs him in the back, and then Laurence Olivier takes out a small knife and stabs him right through the back into into in the, the ketchup heart, sack, so, right in the ketchup sack. Yeah. Um, a scene that was actually cut for a little bit of time to cut out the blood. Really? Huh. Yep, because it was too much. Okay. Too much. That makes sense. Uh, that was the first one. Okay. So, um, okay, so I guess moving on with the list that I, you know, started yes, this yeah, whole tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing was that the whole slave rebellion was started because the guy, because the woman that Spartacus was in love with was leaving. Yes, because she spilled wine on the general. I like you. That was so awesome. You spilled wine she's, on me. I she's like. She's like you. she's like pouring pouring wine, and then she the general says something that's generally um, just sort of assholeish. Assholeish. And she pours wine on him, and then oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And um, so Lawrence Olivier he likes to spit it. Uh. He likes to spit it. So he decides, uh, as it turns out later, he has decided he's in love with her. That must be in it. the same way that Kate Winslet decided she was in love with Leo DiCaprio, in the same way that Kirk Douglas dis- decided that in this movie that he was in love with Gene Simmons. I am Kirk Douglas. I am in love with her because I am in love with her. Boom, done. I am, and so he is I am. immediately drawn to her perky nature. Her, her. Which, okay, yeah. I I don't even know. Okay, um, so he buys her for two thousand sesterces. Whoa, yeah, two thousand. Sisterse. I gotta say. Like, uh, so he's gonna send her off. Batiatus. She's Batiatus. So hard to uh, after seeing the other shows. We'll talk um, about it later. We'll yeah. talk about it later. I know. Um, so she's gonna leave. Kirk Douglas isn't gonna take it. So, rebellion. So they have a rebellion and they start whacking the guards. Yep. And uh, they knock down a fence. That was the, the best use- part of the whole movie. <laughs> They knock down the fence, and then they use the fence to kill people! <laughs> Start stabbing people with the fence. How is that not awesome? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was pretty awesome, yes. They would have won the whole battle if they... Beating people with firewood and sticks, <coughs> and then they get swords, and then they start pouring out of the... There were suddenly, like, hundreds of gladiators, though. Yeah, that's the other thing. They're like pouring crowds out of, of Pouring people. out of the ludus. There's, there's hundreds of people pouring out of this thing. Um, the rebellion grows. Yes. Immediately. Well, I don't know. Maybe people they cut, are still streaming out they, of the loop. They cut to several several months later, and um, and Lawrence Olivier is interviewing new slaves. Yes, and Tony Curtis at this point, who was super big star, 
the the Barty boy. Yes, Barty boy uh, is introduced, and this is where I would like to make the point about the accents, because Tony Curtis, although yes, the classic, all the Romans are English. They all speak like this because most of the British actors was, were playing the Romans. You see, well, right? And you know, so the, then Americans could play the other guys. So you get your Spartacus and you get your Woody Strode, who's gonna talk. I don't want to know your name. Like <laughs> where the, he's from, East Texas. <laughs> he's from East Texas, Egypt. East Te- East Texas, Egypt. Actually, he was supposed to be from Ethiopia. So. Oh, real? Oh, god. Oh, the Ethiopian. Yes. He was from Ethiopia, Texas. Um, <laughs> so you know, there's that, and then there's, and then there is Tony Curtis, oh, god. who is a bod. He's I. I can't even do. I cannot even do a remotely decent Tony Curtis accent. It's so New York. It's so just <laughs> like hey, uh, hey <laughs> like, I, oh my god. It's like. Could uh, the only the only person who could be more suave and debonair in that particular role for what they were doing would be if they had taken Dean Martin <laughs> and slapped him in there because he's supposed to be a singer. Oh, which if, I wish he how sings. Much, how much singing did uh, Tony Curtis do? He does like do? half a song, if that. Uh, how much singing? Oh, none. Did he do? Right, he didn't sing at all. Right. He's a singer. Tony, uh, Kirk Douglas no, tells uh, him in a scene. Yeah. So go ahead and sing. Do it. That's what you're. That's what you're good at. Go ahead and sing, and he continues speaking. I think. Uh, but then again, you know, bards mirror Pur- purple clouds falling from the. It's like, oh. this is dumb. It's just. It's. It's one of those things that it, it, it. It's a classic movie. You have there. There's certain things that you can or must. I don't know. Forgive about it. But that the accent thing just. It's like really. Brooklyn. I mean, there's guys. <laughs> there's guys in this film who are like, "Hey, Spartacus, uh, what do you want? We should do with these things over here. We're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be training these guys over here. If that's gonna be okay with you, what are we gonna train them in? Oh, making pizza. We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some baseball work. We're gonna, we're gonna rough them up a little bit. You know, it's like, <laughs> holy shit. Where, where did these guys come from? I mean, they're all Italians, sure, but you know, come on. They're from Little Italy. They're, they're from, from Boston, Italy. Like, oh, what are we gonna do? Hey, yeah, yeah, either, you know. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. So you, you get you get past it, kind of. Kind of. Um, shortly after uh, Tony Curtis is introduced, we are introduced to the oyster, the oysters and snails. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, all right. So the oysters and snails scene was excised from the film. By the Legion of Decency, that's a thing. It was a yes. I'm gonna it make was a thing. I want to make yes. that into a comic book. The, the Legion of Decency. The Legion of Decency. Well, basically, what it would be is a, a whole bunch of homophobes um, and uh, busybodies, teetotalers, uh, all trying not to dis- trying not to have discovered about them that they are drinkers, dancers, and and gay as the day is long. Where, why is that the dancer thing bad? It's the whole. It's the whole. Well, because you know you don't want to dance when you you know you're oh, religious because that's bad. I guess or whatever. So anyway, fine, whatever. Dude, this isn't Footloose. This is Hollywood. No, but Footloose. Footloose is a is a perfect example of what of <laughs> of what was going with with the Legion of De- you know that that sort of we can't have this, we can't have that because if we do this and we do that, then we are inviting, inviting the, the devil the devil inside our bodies. 
And then, then I'll let might, the devil inside me. It might have fun. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Ah, uh, crazy. Um. So. No, I would totally do it like an evil league of evil kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so have the you have you have the Legion of Decency who decided that they were going to protest that this bit of film that's about mm, ten minutes long, maybe. I'd give it if that nine, ten, if that. Eight so, uh, Lawrence Olivier oh, is God. in a bath, a big pool. But he's he, got a towel on. He didn't in the in the, he had the towel at the end. Oh, he he's did? in the oh. he's in the water. Mm-hmm. So we can assume that he's naked. Probably. He calls Tony Curtis over to bathe him. Oh, Tony! Bring Antoninus. Bring a stool. Mm-hmm. So he brings over the stool, and as Tony Curtis is washing his back and his arm, washed his arm a lot, yeah. scrubbing, not scrubbing, but like just you know wiping. Petting. He's talking to him about. The morality of eating certain things. Appetites. Appetite. Well, there's the morality. Would you think it immoral if someone ate snails or ate lo- ate oysters, but didn't eat snails? Didn't eat snails. Would that be a moral choice? Because you're killing both things and eating them. Or and Tony Curtis says no. That would be more about appetite. Oh, so there's God. oysters and there's snails. Uh... Tony Curtis likes oysters. Does not like snails. Lawrence Olivier likes them oh, both. Thank you very much. Oh, I get it now. Oh, snails is a metaphor for cock. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> How is that not right? Okay, so so the Legion of Decency was able to to suss that out. Oh, really? They offered. To change it to something else, like what? I don't. I don't. They should have just said it straight up. Said cock. Basically, (laughs) do you like snails? Do you like oysters? Yes, yes, my lord. Do Do you you like like snails? snails? No, my lord. Okay, (laughs) my my master, whatever, whatever. No master. And it's like, and of course, you know, if they overdubbed that, would it would have been like, do you like cock? As it happens, as it happened, that scene when it was restored. Anthony Hopkins was asked to do the voiceover, the the voice work for Lawrence Olivier's uh, um, parts. I don't quite follow because Lawrence Olivier had died. I know he was dead. He died but I don't by, understand why they got Anthony. Why they would want because Anthony him. Hopkins apparently does a very good impersonation of Lawrence Olivier. Oh, Tony Curtis was still alive, so he recorded his he re-recorded oh, cool. his own dialogue. That's really cool. But that's also why his 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 voice is like. Four octaves deeper, deeper, and he's, like you know, forty years older. So I was gonna say, it's like know. this is this is like they warped the sound. It's, it was this it is a porno is setup. A weird. Oh, God. Kind of, well, that's kind of yeah. yeah. So that scene was totally excised from the film. Now, comparing that to what you can see on you know network television in a primetime slot, yeah, you know, not even a TVMA, yeah, you know, we've we've come a long way. Um, it's just funny to see how you know how reactionary people could be to stuff like that. That wasn't it's just even that like, bad. I know it was it's just like, like it was creepy. It's, it's yes. suggestive and it's a little creepy, but really, that's huh? Okay. So um, the uh, okay, what 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 happened next? Um, he 
he basically he leads them leads him into oh his that's right chamber he finishes the, he finishes the the speech they go to a veranda and they're overlooking um the uh, I guess the Tiber it's a night sea at or the... or they're you know they're they're overlooking a river mm-hmm. and <laughs> there's a Roman legion across the river marching and there that's the that's the uh, the the uh, the Roman garrison that's the assumption the, 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 uh, yeah. Six cohorts of the Roman garrison are going out on a snipe hunt, basically. Yep. Go, go get uh, Spartacus. Go, go get Spartacus and his army. And um, he points to him, and he's like, "There it goes. That is the glory of Rome." Gonna you know, kick Lawrence, his ass. Lawrence Olivier, you know, uh, uh, you know, sh- sh- just a. He's just like, ah, there. Look, it's the look at that. It's the look it's how the, cool I that's am. That's the power and the might of Rome. And he turns around, and Tony Curtis. Is gone, gone. Whoosh. Yeah, and we cut to the next scene where um, Spartacus is reviewing some new volunteers, of which there are. There's a carpenter, yeah, and stonemason, a, a, a stonemason, and some painters, uh-huh. and an old woman who who uh, wants to fight, yep. and then Tony Curtis. Yeah, right. Who, it's like I'm he's a really bo- fast. I'm a singer, and yeah, so he's right there, right in the front of the uh, thing. So they join the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, they all become chummy. Nice. Um, and in the scene that establishes this, the 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 plot as to how they're going to go from uh, where they are in Rome or near Rome, yeah. And they've been fighting for for like months now. Yeah, they're going to take seven months to go from where they are to the boot heel of Italy. Yeah, and they're going to. Get on pirate ships and go to their homes. Go to wherever. Go home. Where, yeah. Go home and do whatever. Yeah. Herbert Lom plays a Persian slash Arab type. Mm-hmm. Herbert Lom was Inspector Dreyfus in the Pink Panther movies. Pink Panther, uh, Shot in the Dark. Pink Panther uh, strikes again. Strikes back. Uh, or Pink Panther Strikes Again, uh, a Return of the Pink Panther. He is the guy who was the one who was always saying Gidozo. He was the guy. He was he was a straight man to um, Peter Sellers mm-hmm. playing the the wacky French police gotcha. inspector. Okay. And seeing him in this role. Um, made me think of all those things, of all the Pink Panther movies <laughs> that he would do later, or had maybe done a couple at the time, and it just, it made me laugh, and I couldn't explain it at the time, and now I'm having, you know, a little bit more time to explain it. Um, kind of an underrated actor, he just died recently. Oh, did? Long. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, well, he was, you know, 90-something, I think. Well, yeah. In his 80s or right, something. Yeah, old people um, have a tendency to die. Oh, uh, that's sad. Um, so he did, and that happened. But he was—he was the guy. He was representing the Salasian pirates, and he took a treasure chest of—I mean, a big giant box of treasure. Yeah. And back to thing. And while they're having their meeting, while they're they're talking about what's going to happen and where they're going to meet and when the ships are going to be there, yeah. some guys come in and say, "Ah, uh, we found the garrison." Uh, yeah. They're they're I like out a couple late. of miles from here. They're just kind of and they're like, uh, do they have a stockade up? Do they have any sort of like uh, walls or anything? No, nope. no, nope. they're just out in the <laughs> open, just you know, tents, completely exposed, uh, just whatever. So they said, okay, let's go get them. 
<laughs> so cut to the end the end of a battle. Yeah. They captured the general. Um, there are Roman soldiers laying dead everywhere. Yep. They com- took them completely Just, by surprise. Yeah. Killed killed all of them but fourteen. Yeah. Um, and they send the general back with his broken stick for the Senate of Rome. Yeah. And tell him that. Uh, Tell them that we're we're we going. We just want to be left alone. We want to be left alone. We want to leave your country, and we'll never fight you again if you leave us alone. We're just going to march to the sea. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna jet. Yeah. We're and gonna go. The general goes and says that to to the Senate, and they banish him. They banish him. They banish him. You can't come within four hundred miles of the city. No, no, you are to be deprived of food, water, and fire. fire. Food, water, shelter, fire within four hundred miles of the city. Which is the same as being banished. Right. Yeah. Well, but yeah. So if he comes within 400 miles, no eating, no drinking, mm-hmm. no heat, no no roof. Yeah. Right. So they send him away. He's gone. Yeah. And then uh, Crassus quits as well. Yes. He's like, I'm going to retire to public li- to, from public life. and Retire to public, retire to pi- private to life. To private life. Yeah. From, from public life. Yes. He's out. See us. Yeah. Um political gamesmanship just uh, there's there's a little bit of intrigue here way more than 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 in Ben Hur yeah and for every time i wished that they would hurry the fuck up in Ben Hur you know instead of taking 20 minutes to explain i knew this guy yes. back in the day yes i you know did this i did that and we did this thing and then we grew up mm-hmm. separate from each other now and so they took you know, take 20 minutes to explain that yeah for this movie they move right along. Yes. It just it clips. It goes. It just it's like here we are. This is what's happening. We are moving along to the next thing. Thank oh, you. Nice. We have shown you what we need to show you. We're getting out of here. Nice. You know we're not going to linger on. Now they did towards the towards the middle third or the the, uh, the the last half of the the movie there. They do a lot of uh, panoramic views. Yes. Of armies. Well, of his of Spartacus's army. Uh, yeah, I guess they do. And they pan, they pan. They're they're marching and marching and marching, and they pan over this huge valley. Yeah. And there's people, as far as you can see. There's horses in the distant the distant background. Yeah. In in formation, there are troops of people. There are scads of people. There are crowds of people. There are throngs of people hmm. in every direction, because they they go a good, you know, 180 degrees yeah. on this thing, and there's people everywhere. Yeah. And they're all walking, and none of it's CG. Yep. None of it's matte painted. Yep. Um, they cut, they, they cut through, they, they, they are marching. It's going to take them seven months to get to the bottom, to get to the boot heel. Mm-hmm. They go through winter, Yes, they show the passage of time with the children. Yeah, that was growing, cool. I which was pretty that. cool. They bury a child at yeah. one point. There's a baby that's uh, you know so oh we have the dead thing going on, um, you know to show you that this is hard, terrible, you know a terrible thing. Was that another scene that got cut? I don't think so. Actually, wait, really? Well, they just put the they put the swaddling wrapped baby sausage into the ground and threw some flowers on it and then cried. Nothing really gross. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> what? So you can't have dudes getting massages Well, that's su- dudes. That's suggestive of you something. You can't have that, somebody's right. arm cut off. 
We didn't get to that part yet. Yeah, but it's it's, it's coming. Yeah, right. it's coming. Can't, sta- the, Can't the stab stabbing, someone. The stabbing, and it wasn't the stabbing. It was the blood. Yeah. He pulled the knife out. It was the blood, yeah. There was blood just started pouring out. You can't out. have all that, but you can bury a dead baby. Yeah. Well, they didn't show the baby. I know they didn't, but it was, it was still a dead baby. Right. Either that or were well, they that's burying good. a loaf of bread, that's but sad. seriously. That's sad. It's sad when the baby when the babies die. Oh god damn it! <laughs> See, that, yeah, exactly. No, right. Right. that doesn't make any sense. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, yeah, you knock a you knock a uh, you throw a spear from across a uh, across a courtyard. It sails through the air remarkably remarkably straight on an upward trajectory. Uh huh. And stabs a dude in the back. Yep. You don't see it going in, but he's standing there. He's like holding onto the wall, and you can see the thing sticking out of his back. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Stab yeah. him with a knife. Blood pours out. Blood pours out, and it's, that's terrible. Yep. Right. So there uh, you go. Okay, so figure it out. I, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's all bullshit. I'm it's still to... all bullshit. I know it's bullshit. They cut. They cut seconds, literal half a second here. A quarter of a second there, and it's okay. Yeah, you know, you show you show some knife going into somebody. They pull it out. The blood starts pouring. You show three seconds of it. Hard R, NC seventeen. You show two and a half seconds of blood. That's an R. Show one second of blood. It's a PG thirteen. PG thirteen. You're fine. Whatever. You, you show no blood. It's a PG. P- <laughs> you don't even show the stabbing, it's and it's G rated. Okay, so okay, so and this is before the MPAA, really. I mean, this is yeah, this I is know. even before that 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 stuff started happening. Well, and it's yeah. different for every film. It's different for every case. It's the same Stupid. fucking censorship bullshit Stupid. that filmmakers have been dealing well, with. Trey Parker well. and Matt Stone have been pretty good about. They have been because they put so much crap in there. Yeah. They say, well, you know, here you go, cut that, and we'll you know, you get you to want. keep all the rest of this stuff. <laughs> Puppets pooping on each other. They got oh. to keep that. They No, they they cut that. No, they no. didn't. They did? They did not cut that. Uh, so you got to imagine what they did cut, all right? So that's, that's, that's enough. That's enough of that. Anyway. So... The epic battle is coming. Uh, they go they go through a town. The people are happy to see them. Hello. They have obviously just ra- ra- vanquished a- another force because they cut back to the Senate and they're talking about how they got their asses kicked yeah. in this other town. And now it's time to appoint Julius Caesar. And now, no, now Julius Caesar is appointed to lead the legions, but Crassus is the guy that's going to go after him because he knows... How to get this guy? Okay, here's the other thing: is that like, this... honestly, it's like it's like uh, there's no there's no comparison. Okay, so this is the is this is an example of when historical fiction, like the mention of a historical figure mm-hmm. in a historical fiction film, yep, is done right. Okay. Oh, I see. In, in a situation right. where he would be there, right. he would exist in that time frame, and this is actually how he came into power. Or something similar, something to, yes. similar to this. Things that happened around him at this time, yes. Yes, that is an excellent way to mention somebody right. who has significant historical value right. in your film. So they didn't make him a vampire hunter, and then that, and that's okay. I'm going to punch you so hard. <laughs> I'm going to punch you right in the But that's basically what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So... Yes. So Julius Caesar's in the film. He's referenced, and all he's, the people. He's shown all the in people, the film. He's wearing the armor right. and all that all stuff. All the people he walks that around. are in this film, all the Crassus, yeah, um, 
the, the, the other generals. Yeah. All those people. They all existed. They were all alive. Yeah. They're all people. Yeah. Um, you know. So, they have the epic battle. Uh-huh. The epic battle is, again, and it actually, this is my one, this is my, my rowing, my rowing versus battle, um, ship battle argument again. Okay. There's more time spent getting the armies into place. Yes. They're marching. They're marching. In the they're actual turning, battle. They're marching. They move across. They make a line. They make more lines. They start the cavalry start them. coming up. They start marching towards them. They get and then the battle happens and the battle's much shorter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Than, than the I the did enjoy setting, how which is fine because it does take a long time to get foot foot soldiers and stuff into place. I True. get what I get what he's trying to say. I kind of I thought but I found it interesting that, that they allowed them to do that. Well, yeah, but that's. That's, 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 that was the idea. You yeah. get the people, you get everybody in place, and, you know, 8,500 extras in this one scene. Oh, God. In this battle scene that took them several weeks to film. They're, they shot the film over 167 days. So, you know, a good a good long time making mm-hmm. this film. Yeah. Two or three weeks were spent shooting the, the battle. That battle. That battle. That one battle. Getting people in place, moving them around. The yeah. Spanish army... Was contracted to play extras on both sides. <laughs> okay, so that helped with the marching. Yeah, you know, and all that stuff. So yeah, then you get to see real some some real historical battle tactics of the Romans. The yeah. rolling, the rolling bales. I love that. That was just like they had the fire, two lines of Romans Greek walking fire up, the, and then yeah. they Greek fire, and, and they, they just broke. They just burn the. Yeah, they start rolling these things down the hill, and they're they're actually running them. Uh, they have two guys with no art, with no weapons, yeah. hauling this big rolling log of flame. <laughs> they run over soldiers. They drop it on people that bounces over them. There's guys jumping over it, wearing the short tunics and stuff, and they're like, "Whoa!" This is, you know. They did show that one hitting the line of soldiers with people falling. They did angles. like three the guy different jumping angles over at the same and time. He trips he keeps, and hits his head. Yeah, he keeps, you know. So um, the cavalry shows up. Yeah. And this is the other column of of legion. The, this other legion that's chasing yeah. them from another from another if angle. If this were from the Romans' point of view, this would be towards the end of the film. It'd be like, "Hey, this is here's our here's our saviors! Hooray!" Hooray! Yeah. The Germans at Waterloo. Here we go. Um, they show Wait up. Wait a minute. That's a <laughs> reference to another film. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is also pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So they end up losing the battle. Mm-hmm. Spartacus and his and his uh, his compatriots. Compatriots is. Battle-hardened people of people, people. They kill lots and lots and lots. Now, at first, it seems like there's not very many people left mm-hmm. because they only rounded up like, you know, a couple dozen guys. Yep. And they have them all ringed with soldiers. Yep. And that's where we get the classic. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Because you know, he comes and asks and says, "All right, guys, uh, here's Spartacus. Here's the deal. You can go home." You but can all go back. Actually, and you can't go. You're home. all going to be slaves. You're all going to remain slaves, but you're all going to remain alive. But, but you got to tell me who Spartacus is, or if he's dead, or if one of you guys is him. And they all stand up. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. So we get the the international uh, tour of New York <laughs> accents uh, for people standing up saying, "The gentleman I'm Spartacus. from New York, Ethiopia. The gentleman yeah. from New York, from Boston, Italy." So from from yes, we're not clever at coming up with these, are we? No, it's fairly late. Yeah, and we watched a three-hour movie. Anyway. The guy from Seattle, Africa. Sorry. <laughs> 
I'm Spadicus. <laughs> hey, I'm Spadicus. Hey. All right, so we have, they they decide, he's like, well, all right, crucify them. All of them. Every one of them. I like how. String them out from here to Rome. And then uh, Batiatis like, shows up wow. at the end. Well, Batiatis had had shows a deal up. with, uh, with uh, the, the commander, yeah. with, uh, with uh, Crassus, to say, um, I get the rights to I sell get the, them. I get the, yeah, I get the... And now you're going to crucify my whole stock. Everybody, yeah, and he's like, well... I lied. Yep. You uh, failed to give me Spartacus, and I didn't capture anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, didn't catch, I didn't catch anybody. I didn't capture anyone. Yeah, they're all I nailed gonna, them to crosses. They're all going to die. Yep. So Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah. So careful what you wish for. Yep. So uh, they do, they start doing that. They're, they have this long line of prisoners, and they're loads of crosses to put yeah. them on. Um, and the, Where did they get all the wood for this? The chain gets short. Oh, you know the Romans. They had they had crucifixes all over the place. That was their thing. Was it? Crucifixion, crucifixion is their jam. Was it their jam? It was. Oh. Yeah. So uh, they, 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 they're walking along the, the road. They're knocking people up onto these things every, every few hundred feet or so. Um, and they finally get to the last... Oh, I do have to say this. Uh, Verinia... Uh, is saved on the battlefield. She's she's found beaten and bloody, wrapped around her. Wrapped but she is she is protecting her baby who has been delivered. Oh, I'm sorry. Verinia was pregnant at one point mm-hmm. uh, during the show during this uh, film, and uh, she delivered the baby during the battle. Although that was not shown until after the battle was over, she's found with the baby. Yes. So okay. Um. Crassus sends her home to his home to to Rome, and gives her basically says uh, you're going to be a slave, but you're going to be like the house slave, so you're going to be with me a lot, mm-hmm. and gives her fine clothes and and jewelry and stuff. Yes, and hires a wet nurse for her. She doesn't want the wet nurse though. No, she doesn't. She sends sends the wet nurse away uh, yes. because she wants to be a mother mm-hmm. to her child, and it's Spartacus's child and. So, Batiatis gets her away from him, steals her out of the city, and just as she is leaving the city, she sees Spartacus nailed to a, uh, a cross. And Spartacus going, and he's still alive. Still now, alive. When the film was released, the Legion of Decency nah. had said, uh, no, we cannot have Spartacus still be alive, because... One of the things that she says to him is, please die. Why won't you die? Yeah, why won't you die? Please die, please die. And and it's a pleading, like, just go. Please don't, die. You know, just, yeah, yeah don't, don't hang on anymore. We're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm free. Your child is free. I will tell him about this, you, you know, know, about who you are, who, who you were, and, you know, you won. Yeah. So you got one you, free you, kid. Yeah, well done. You, you can die. Yeah. Well, two, because the yeah, wife. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, you got your, you got the freedom. Yeah. Freedom! You, you got the freedom for your for your offspring, which is a start. Yeah. So it's fine. And he 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 dies um, as the as the end scrolls on the screen. Now, a um, couple of other things. Peter Ustinov was transcendent in this film. I he's good in pretty much everything that I've ever seen him in. He played Batiatis. Oh, yes. He is 
And this movie, I mean, this movie has Laurence Olivier in it. Yes. This movie has Charles Lawton in it. Yes. Charles Lawton it was a a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the gentleman who played the the senator that tr- that helped get uh, that's Charles Lawton. Charles Lawton. I really the big enjoyed fat, the big the big gentleman. Big, yes. Yeah. Big old gentleman. Yeah. The big old gentleman. Um, I enjoyed his his particular performance just due to he was um, really good. Yeah. Peter Ustinov was brilliant. Yes. Peter Ustinov was nominated and won for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, that's for this. Nice. He won an Oscar for this role. He is the only actor in a Stanley Kubrick film yes. to ever be to ever win an acting award from the Oscar from the Academy Awards. He is the one of two who were ever nominated. Who's the other one? Peter Sellers was nominated for an Academy Award. I believe it was for Lolita. But it might have been for Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> which, you know, you've Wait, seen, so you know. Dr. Strangelove was directed by Stanley Kubrick? Yes, it was. What? I'm really sad that Stanley Kubrick is dead now. Well, he did have a long and storied career. It bums me did out. Okay. Well, he made a lot of really good movies. He really did, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. It bums me out. Yeah. All right. So, so... Spartacus won four Academy Awards. One for cinematography, one for best supporting actor, um, one for costumes, and I don't remember what the other one was. The cinematography Mm -hmm. award. Yeah. The cinematographer on this film basically didn't shoot the film. Stanley Kubrick was, for all intents and purposes, also a cinematographer. He He was a professional. He had his eye glued to the camera. He He knew what he wanted. He knew how to set it up. And in fact, the cinematographer for the film didn't want to have his name attached to the project. Why? Because he didn't shoot it. Oh. It's like two thirds not oh. his film. Oh, okay. Right. So the the assumption being that if he gets hired on because of Spartacus, if he wins, yeah, and then they won, so he got the credit instead Oops. of Stanley Kubrick. Now, Stanley Kubrick was also not the original director for this film. The original director was Anthony Mann. Who did he direct anything? Uh, I would have to look it up. Um, Yes, he has. Um, uh, Kirk Douglas had a falling out with Mr. Man over the script, and he got fired. They hired Stanley Kubrick because of their earlier work um, in in the movie. Not Wings, Paths Paths of Glory. Sorry. Um, Paths of Glory uh, a few years before. And even though they had this previous relationship, they fought... Constantly, yeah. Stanley Kubrick. This and is why Kirk you should Douglas. not have the main actor, the lead actor, also own the production company. Well, if he doesn't get his way, but then... that happens all that happens all the I time. Know, people people do pet projects or, or whatever it is. I know. Um, but still, I think it's difficult to have somebody who is as you know you, the, these actors that are iconic in this way that you look at them and you're like. Yeah, weird that I saw you doing this other thing, and now you're doing this, and you don't look like you should be in this movie, you know. And that's well, what I have a lot of issues with with these movies, and and, and it still happens from time to time. Now, um, do you think that uh, um, Spartacus, the his name just flew out of my head, the guy who played Spartacus, Kirk Douglas, Kirk Douglas? Do you think that Kirk Douglas was not a good Spartacus? Um, I think Kirk Douglas is. I don't know who they would have put in there for who was available at the time. Okay. So I don't know that I don't know that it would have worked better with somebody else or right. 
that it worked worked less well with him. Hmm. It, it is what it is. It's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's just one of those things you look at it and you go, really, Kirk Douglas? Uh, all right. Okay. Well, I guess I, he, he had kind of an intimidating thing, so I guess he kind of would have worked did. out as a gladiator. I suppose. Yeah, so it was one of those things. Where I just, he was also playing a 20-year-old or yeah, okay, something, yeah, you know, very young. He was in his young, 40s. He's in his 40s. That's playing, the other indication that fella. it was his production company. Is just you know, like, it's like, Kirk, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I can play a 20-year-old. I can do it. Uh, I can do it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll Don't be worry fine. about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it, brah. Um, so, now, you know, Peter Ustinov, Charles Lawton, um, Lawrence Olivier, all these fabulous people are in this movie, and and it it works. Yeah. You know, there are other there are other films with equally as talented people, but it, they don't work as well. Um, you know, Ben Hur being one of them. Nice. Didn't uh, didn't work quite as well. Now, Kirk Douglas also noted, um, and again, I don't, I am only reading things, seeing notes. Uh, Kirk Douglas, staunch Zionist. Uh, what he was, he was. He wanted to use this film to uh, mirror the struggles of the Jewish people over the course of millennia to find their homeland and and, and those sorts of things. Okay. The, the writer Dal- Dalton Trumbo, uh-huh. the guy who wrote the screenplay based on the on the Spartacus book, wanted to make this movie about the Cold War. What? Uh huh. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. There's no way. I, okay, the Zionist thing makes more sense than the Cold War. Yeah, you War. got people who are in exile. They're going to. They're trying to get the. Trying to get yeah. home. They just the want to go home, and they just keep getting wiped. They keep. You know, they're getting they're attacked. they're kicking ass, and then they keep getting attacked, and then all of a sudden they get wiped out. Yeah. Okay. The Zionist so yeah, thing so makes that works. So Kurt Douglas won yeah. that fight. I was Dalton Trumbo had been uh, had been blacklisted uh, by the House on American uh, House on on American activities. On American activities. Um, that is just like but, a, yeah. So I, he was a victim of McCarthyism. Yeah, Dalton Trumbo. I gotta say that no, he was. He had, it happened that he was a member of the Communist Party at the time, hurt, no. and it was and it was you know not that he was necessarily subversive or anything because I mean shit, it's America, you know, freedom of speech and all that stuff. Except when it you know, except when we disagree. So there you go. Yeah, I, I have to say that your McCarthyism that that particular like here the hearing that that committee. Mm-hmm. That the name of that committee, the House of American and American Activities, yeah. that is quite possibly like the creepiest and longest. Like, I, if you ever get a summons from a committee that's named similar to that, <laughs> run, get out of the well, country. That's the, well, yeah, but no, because you gotta you gotta stick around and fight. I, I know. So they basically had black had blacklisted uh, Dalton Trumbo. Yeah. Kirk Douglas used his influence to get him put on the film. Yes. He had a falling out, Kirk Douglas, with Stanley Kubrick because at one point. Because of the fight that was going on yeah. about Dalton Trumbo being listed as the writer of the screenplay, yeah, because the studio was even like, "Yeah, you got to use you got to use another name. You got to you, you can write it. That's fine. Yeah. But you got to use another name. Otherwise, we're going to get a ration of shit." Yeah. Stanley Kubrick said, "I'll take the writing credit." Oh God! I'm like, ah, oh, dick move, dude. Sorry, no. So Stanley, yeah, I know, you know. But, Rest in peace, buddy, but uh, that was a dick move. Well, okay. And Kirk Douglas, rightly, I think, uh, called him on it. Well, okay, here's and the other they, thing. They he gave the credit of him filming of him filming it to the cinematographer. Yeah, but he didn't He didn't write the film. I know he didn't, he didn't write, write the, the screenplay. I know he didn't also, write he the had film. no control over the screenplay. That was one of the things Stanley Kubrick said. In. 
Stanley Kubrick, when he joined the film, they said, you cannot touch the... He thought the, he thought the film was kind of stupid and moralizing. Which, if, if you remember, right at the beginning of the film, when they did the overall, you know... The, the like here's the time here's the place slavery and did not end slavery did slavery not end was a thing before before um, what was it before Rome fell from its pagan ways to much better Christian ways and, and before <laughs> slavery would be completely wiped out two thousand two thousand years, years later like, I, like wait, wait, uh, hang on Dad I'm doing the math here wait a minute <laughs> yeah, the exactly. abolition of slavery right. the Thirteenth Amendment America does not necessarily... Just because America doesn't do it doesn't mean that the whole world doesn't do it. Well, yeah, that's a whole... Yeah, so... America! It, it, America! It, 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 ended, it, ended, for, it ended for everywhere we cared about. Oh. You mean America? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that was basically what they're saying. We're but, awesome. You know, and they kept... And it was weird because it's like... Because Ben-Hur had been about conversion to Christianity... Okay, that's yes, that's yes, what was, had a, had, yeah. a, had a strong you know that's what that book was about. Yeah, Spartacus happened in in history almost two centuries before. Almost, that. No, 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 almost sixty sixty ish years before. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was uh, okay. Wait, really? Well, th- well, it, well, it happened in it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to take place in sixty sixty something BC. So so right. So before, weird that Caesar was there. Caesar, yeah. Caesar. Some people pronounce it Kaiser, some people pronounce it Caesar. Okay. Potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's... Anyway. Whatever pisses you off. Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so... Okay, so... Uh, well, I don't know, maybe Julius Caesar was in his, was in his 80s. Yeah, and, uh, he was pretty old. He was a pretty old dude when, uh, when Jesus came rolling about. Yeah, anyway, so... So it, it was like because they kept saying God instead of yeah, gods, gods, which you know, which, right. but they kept switching it off. They did. They did kept. Like, they did like kept switching. Cooper, it, it was no like, continuity. Yeah, there was no continuity. Yeah, whatsoever like, in that, and that was and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but they did. They kept talking about you know, oh, we're gonna here, we're gonna get a chicken, we're gonna get a chicken, and we're gonna go sacrifice it to God. Yeah, let's, like yeah, I don't believe in these guys, but you know, in public, oh yes, I am the. Gonna go make a sacrifice. Which is fine. So oh, yeah. you know, it speaks to the it speaks to the not everybody bought into the the local religion. Which at kind the time, of makes which is me fine. think that maybe there might be some uh, uh, some politicians in the House of Representatives and or Senate that might not be as devoted to the faith as you mean today. Yes, of course there are. They wear wear religion like a fucking coat that they dust out on Sunday, dust dust off on Sundays. Absolutely, hundred percent. You believe that there's people there that aren't as committed to the church? I believe that there are many people who are not at all committed to whatever religion they say they're committed to, ah. and they say they're committed to that religion simply because it means votes. And it's all bullshit, and it's all theatrics. And the same the same protest, they protest too much. That's the problem. That's the not thing. That's much, back yeah. to my point about the decency committee. Yeah. Saying, oh no 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 no! You show one second of a dude getting his arm cut off, and we're gonna have a rash of fucking people cutting people's arms off. Basically, that's the argument. Oh, you can't show that. Oh, you can't show that. But but you can show a dude hanging from a cross. Yeah. For hours, years on film, and that's fine. You know, you can't show you can't show a dude bleeding. From his back, from a knife wound. Hey, hey, hey! 
Don't show too much blood, because then we'll have a rash of bleeding. There we go. Yes. Well, you know, and you know, or don't show, don't show the scene where a guy's talking about oysters. appetites, appetites about oysters and snails. Because, it's all metaphorical. Because you might make you might make somebody who otherwise wouldn't have thought about a choice between this or that think about this or that, and they might choose that. And we can't have that. Why? Because that is bad. How? This is okay. How is it bad? It's just not normal. No, there's no such thing as normal. Of course. Well, but whatever. Who cares? That's uh, the thing. That's so the dumb. people who are deciding these things make bullshit choices for everybody, mm-hmm. and they are allowed to. And it's and you know what? You don't have to take it. I don't understand. Why does the MPAA exist? Why do they have to be listened to? So that you can be saved from yourself. But it's not a government agency. Nope. It's a censorship. It's essentially it's, it's a censorship yes. committee. Right. Who sponsors it? The movie industry. What studios? Them. Because they keep making them. Yes, they, they keep do. making movies that get censored by the MPAA. It, it's <laughs> supposed to be a self-policing organization uh, so that the movie industry doesn't show you or people like you people younger than you, people older than you, things that you shouldn't see. Now, they get to see them, and that doesn't fuck their minds up. Yeah. So figure, so do the math on that. Some guy watches ten seconds of video, decides you should cut two, because it's too graphic. So he's seen all ten seconds. Is yeah. he? Is he now going out and cutting people up into pieces? I would like to. You know what? That would be actually a really good movie. Right there, a serial killer who's on the MPAA. We have to cut who, the because of his exposure to graphic violence and sex, he becomes and language. He becomes a graphically violent, sexy language person. <laughs> okay, who, who we're gonna have to cut this out so I can go write this screenplay. <laughs> well, you know what? You have uh, you have a couple hours until it gets posted, so get on it. Shit. <laughs> All right, <Okay>. so. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so the movie, the things that this movie has going for it, for all some of the things that we are detracting, um, the pacing is awesome. Yes. The story is pretty okay. Um, There are some interesting moments of historical accuracy followed up by some interesting moments of, really? Okay. Yeah. You know, um, and that makes it worth watching. Plus, it's a very, it's an early Stanley Kubrick film. Um certainly his first gigantic mainstream exposure to American audiences. He followed this one up with uh, with Lolita. I have not seen Lolita. It's actually one of the, probably one of the few Stanley Kubrick films I've not seen. True. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that one's on here, but uh, 2001 is, seen that. is on here. Uh, Clockwork Orange, which you've not seen, I've is not seen that. on this list. So here you go. That's the first of I think at least three Stanley Kubrick films. Nice on this list. Yeah. Oh, and you've seen Full Metal Jacket. I have seen Full Metal Jacket. Yes. Full Metal Jacket. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, I think I think have we said everything we wanted to say? One last thing. Oh, what? Spartacus. Yeah. Both the television series and this. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. We were going to talk about the the television series a little yeah. bit. What? Well, okay, so. Batiatis, first off. His name is Batiatis. Um, how do you think those two characters, how the two actors, how their performances... I think... Okay, so what I see there is Peter Ustinov's performance is excellent. Yes. And he plays a sniveling, conniving, 
he's always looking for an angle. Yeah. And he is he wants to make sure that his interests are protected. Uh-huh. Okay, so he's, you know, I you know, I, this is going to be pretty expensive, so I don't know if I can really you know, like I name your price. Uh, $25,000? <laughs> $25,000? Yes. I should have asked for forty. Fuck. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that aspect of the character is carried over into the um, Stars series. Yes. Uh, in the first the first season of that, and the, and the second, the half season. Um, you see that. But the difference in the characterization in the way it was played in the Stars series is that the guy's more... Um, He's more prone to violence. He's more prone to anger. Yeah. Um, and so instead of a subtle... So Peter Ustinov, that's a very good example of less. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? You, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. say You can say exactly the same things. Yeah. But less. You're pulling it in. Yeah. And being reserved. And yeah. he's talking to himself on camera. Yeah. You know, like he's, he, you can see the wheels turning as he's thinking about things. And then he says what he... You know, and you can see... Yeah, you can see he's see being, it, you know, um, is in, inhabiting that character. Now, not that not that the other the other actor did he did a fine job, and I, I you know, he's perfect for that series. Yeah, very good, you know. And and one of my few one of my regrets about the third, the second, whatever, fuck, ugh, is that he's killed in the first. Sorry, spoiler. He's killed. Oh, you come know, on, dude. At the, killed during the uh, during the outbreak at the Lutus, so there's he's not in the, the later series. Yeah, you know, which at is actually part, no, I haven't seen it. Um, I don't think he is. Anyway, so, well, he couldn't be. He's dead. Anyway, yeah. whatever. So, um, the blood and gore and guts is far more graphic in the Spartacus TV series, but it is also cartoonish. There yeah. is, a, the, you know, and the style of the, the series is more graphic novel-y, more, because it's, 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 it's small sets, computer-generated, blue screen, a lot of, and, you know, there's still blood and gore and guts and stuff. Arms getting chopped off. There's a lot more about the gladiator fighting. Well, it's all gladiator. It fighting. takes a long time to get to the revolt, which yeah. is good because you know it's a TV series, so you can only do certain things. Yeah. Um, so it, it it seems as though they took, uh, assuming that our audience has of course seen the movie Three Hundred, Three Hundred or Spartacus or Quo Vadis or. Ben Hur or anything else in yeah. the history of film. Yeah, no, sure. but it's the violence is like three hundred. That it's basically just these. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Extremely yeah, yeah, visceral and up close slow motion yes. shots of people getting sliced open and hit in the face and yeah. you know teeth falling out and blood spattering and, and, and helmets yes. exploding and right. Yeah. Yeah. Explosions. Lots of explosions. Lots of explosions. Of explosions and teeth for and... a Roman for uh, sure. Yeah. For for things that happened in Roman times. Right. Um. Yeah, it's just it, the, I guess the the and honestly, I I you saw how I reacted when I saw the people getting run over with the fire wheels. Like, ah! <laughs> oh, hey, look, that's real. Ah! Yeah, that's actual real fire being rolled over real actors. Yeah, yeah, not it's dummies, like, not this. Not dummies, guys. like the like guys oh, run trip the and that, they get run over. Like I said earlier, ten thousand five hundred people were were reported to have worked on this film. Uh-huh. At one point, they were shooting. They were shooting. Um, pieces of action scene every single stuntman in Hollywood yeah had been outfitted for costumes and trained 
for this particular movie to do to do pieces. So everybody on their resume. That, that is every the, stuntman. Every that is the that is the the legend. I, I don't know. I don't have independent confirmation of that fact. But that is that is what one of the th- pieces of trivia that has come down through the ages is that at one point everybody had every single stuntman on resume. in Hollywood had worked on this film. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a lot of stuff. That is Ten thousand five hundred people. I you that have one said that. battle scene. One battle scene had eighty five hundred people in it. Jesus, yeah, I know. And and, and we and we look at we look at these CGI things and like, well, they look almost real now. And it's like, well, the thing you're is, looking is at this and you can tell. You look at it and you can tell. Yeah, that those are real horses. That those are real people, and they're walking, and they're walking great distances. They're shooting these guys walking across. A vast stretch of land yeah. that you know, and they're doing it, yeah. Because some of them actually go from one side all the way over to the other side, and they're in the shot, and it's like they're wow. doing that. Yeah. the The best, the thing that I like the most was that I think. Well, actually, no. I think the the equivalent now would probably to just like the attention to detail and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that the equivalent now would probably be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Nah, I don't know. Uh, hang on, well, no, hear me out, because it was one of those things where it's like you, you remember you remember the scene in Two Towers where the Urukai were descending on Helm's Deep. Uh-huh. That scene uh-huh. it was filmed at night uh-huh. in the rain. Uh-huh. They had, a, I think, they had about a thousand people. No, no, not no? even close. Not even close. No. Okay, well, they it was had, mostly CG. They had a very large amount of people that were physically there. Yeah, but you could put you could put 25 people in the front row of a thing and another I, 10 behind them and then digitally duplicate those people over the over the film. I know. Or let me cut finish. back. And, okay. Let me finish. All right. Now, each of those Urukai were outfitted with full makeup. Okay. Full heavy metal armor. Full metal armor. It was it was metal. It was all metal. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. With chainmail. Okay. Handmade chainmail. All right, all right. Handmade chainmail. Um, the everything was. There were uh, sp- specific armors for specific tribes, specific okay. houses, symbols. Everything was so meticulously detailed. Sure. And it was shot at night in the rain while they were fighting. So you couldn't see any of you it. You couldn't see any of it. But you knew it was real. But you knew it was there. Yeah. Well, this was all shot in the daytime, so you could see it. I am well aware. <laughs> I will grant you that there is a there is a certain epic scale to Peter Jackson's work. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying things. to convey here is that it's. But I don't know. I don't know that the scale of it compares. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So I just so, I, yeah. I tell just, you what. Why don't we ask them to tell us what they what they think? Yeah. Tell us what you think. Seriously. Please. Yeah. I would love follow to hear us, from you. Follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. and you know what? We might follow you back. You never know. Yeah. We might. I'm at Mr. Bowen. Andrew, you're... I'm at the underscore fro. Right. Yeah. Sweet. And uh, we're on the emails at uh, 100ofsomething at gmail.com. That's 100ofsomething at gmail.com. We will read your uh, emails, everything that comes in. Everything. Read it. We'll reply. And we'll even talk talk to you on the on the podcast here from the podcastle. Yes. Well, we might send you an email, Falcon. We might we might make fun of you. Actually, we might no. not. No, well, maybe. No, we no. haven't so far. Well, how We're many how many people have sent us in mail? One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's All great. Right. We love it. All right. Cool. So, um, yeah. There's that. There's that.